guys, can we just be serious about this Beatles thing? Nah, man, nah. Today on Alphabetical, I want to hold your hand. Hey, welcome to Alphabetical, the only podcast where we examine all the Beatles tracks from 12 to Y. My name is John. My name is Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm L. Adam. And I want to hold your hand, each and every one of you. Yeah. In hand land. No, that doesn't make sense, right? Uh, Podcast land. Was hand land from Sgt. Pepper? It might have been. Or Yellow Submarine. submarine Handland. All of you in in, uh, Handland. I want to hold your hand. And um, hand and you know until it gets sweaty, right. and then I'll let go. That's now. That was you the follow. That was their head. little herd follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your piece. hands too sweaty. Mm. <laughs> I want to go get a tissue. Yes, tissue, tissue. I uh, and this was the song that made the Beatles. Yes, I would. Much. I would say it's their most iconic song. It was the Beatles that made this song. Oh, but it in turn made them. I said, "Thank you." Oh Paradox. my God, that's like a Mobius Chicken, Beetle. Uh, yeah, Mobius Beetle. A Mobile. A Mobile. Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. Um, blues. <laughs> I keep forgetting that this was uh, on PM One. Yes, I mean Past Masters. It was by PM Dawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was only a single, and then it was released on Past Masters uh, One. Uh, Lennon McCartney number. Yes, of course. Hmm. Uh, first use of four-track recording by the Beatles, apparently. Yes. They were able to... Because uh... they realized there were four of them. Right. Right. They were like, track, 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 track. Oh, my God, this is perfect. They were able to... For anybody out there wondering what that is, uh, they were able to play things in pieces, roll them back, re-record, not have to just do it all at the same time live, which is the way it was done. I'm like, please, please. Up until the 60s. Instance. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's funny when I think of like it's the first time the Beatles used a four track. I'm picturing them using like little tape cassette portable, yeah. like, <laughs> like the ones that we four, use. Yeah, yeah. The they take that back guitar center and they're like, guys, we got to do this. Yeah, come on, we need four C batteries. Who's got batteries? Make sure you get the Dolby tapes. The better. <laughs> um, yeah. So this was the song that in the U.S. especially it was the Beatles' first number one in the United States. Broke them into America, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's an interesting thing. Like that, they from from me to you had come out and flopped, and she loves you had come out and flopped. <laughs> so, like, why do they think they flopped? Is it just a marketing or the timing wasn't right, or it was mm-hmm. a good time where a little bit of everything yeah. uh, hand holding was really popular. In yeah, it could have been that right. the, the big hand holding. Um, Wait, what were the boom? Is this wait? Which one is it coming? Uh, in the U.S., they released "From Me to You" from as a to single, you. and "She Loves You" as a she single. She loves you. They Maybe both. because this is more kind of direct. It's like a second-person narrative. Well, no, it's a first-person narrative, but kind of to you know directly to us. It's like I want to hold your hand. You know, right. he's speaking directly to the right. audience more, whereas the other ones are just kind of more. Well, so she you loves think, you is like more of a middleman saying, "Hey, right. know, like, guess what? That person likes you. Right, that's third. I'm going to back away you know. now and you let you guys do it. But this, those songs, it's not like those songs. Once the Beatles became popular, everyone. <laughs> it's not like people were like I, st- I still love my old hand, but the, can't get that but third like, oh, person. What do I thing? care? I don't know. If, what do I care if she, that guy, lo- girl, loves that other guy? <laughs> he he loves who? He's a messenger. I don't care. Once they, yeah. they're like, oh, he's talking to me. There. Oh, oh, right. okay. I get the whole Beatles thing. Now I'll go back and listen to the one where he was talking about that person loving that other person. 
so going back to the idea of the Beatles as narrative, the Beatles catalog mm-hmm. as narrative, I guess early on there was a lot more romance and, right. you know, yeah. she loves you, he loves you from me to you, you know, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Later yeah, on yeah. they started getting all sorts of crazy, digging ponies and, <laughs> you know, doing digging, stuff with monkeys. Digging and, up ponies and monkeys. And, yeah. Right. Like, Hello, goodbye, make up your mind, which is mm. it? Yeah. For, well, or, they were still like, uh, you know, very hormonal. Right in this mm, early, yeah. this, these early days, but it, but uh, three part hormone. <laughs> and this this song was heavily yes. used in the uh, advertising campaign that launched the uh, anthologies. I remember. Oh, really? Because anytime I'd listen to the radio, it'd be this song. It'd be like a commercial. And it's like, hey, Beatles anthology is coming out. Get it? Hmm. We're gonna play. Keep playing snippets of this song, and it was only this song in that wow. commercial. Interesting. Yeah. Did you guys know the? Did you guys in your research come across any Marsha Albert? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Any relation to Herb Alpert? <laughs> See, that was double tracking. That was, <laughs> that was good. I like that. This was the you first done a episode two, on two chains. Uh, Marsha Albert. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the day of um, the, 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 there was a brief TV thing about the Beatles on some uh, on CBS News, and a 15 year old girl by the name of Marsha Albert. Said, "Wow, that sounds like that sounds like that would be a cool song to hear. I, I'm interested in this group." And so she contacted her local radio station, WWDCAM, and said, "Hey, I heard about this group called the Beatles. You guys should play them." And they're like, "Okay, we'll get the single." And then when they got the single, they invited her to come to the studio. So she and she introduced the song. So the hmm. first time the Beatles were played on American radio, this 15 year old girl kind of literally played the first song you know said wow. hi i'm marsha albert and this is a group called the beatles and i think you're really gonna like it and played it so wow. so she's kind of like a weird uh she's like uh the silver surfer to the beatles galactus she's <laughs> the, the herald of the beatles so does she ever get, get to the beat did, damn it did she ever get to meet the beatles I know she was with the Beatles. <laughs> right. No, I don't know. That's a great question. Depends on if she was if... British or American. She was American, so she, I guess she didn't yeah. get to meet them. I would hope so. And then she played the last they, <laughs> the last time the Beatles were ever played really? on the radio. She played them out. She, played, she was like, well, that was the Beatles. I hope you liked them. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Her Majesty's like, never going to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was still 15 at the time. Oh. She's eternally 15 years oh. old. So. Uh. So uh, there you go. Because if we stop playing them, then only then can she age. That's yes, that, that exactly. She's, she's it's like, like uh, uh, it's like an Oscar Wilde thing or mm, something. Yeah, I guess. She's magical. Mm. So she's gonna live forever, right? Mm. Always gonna be a petulant fifteen-year-old. <laughs> Dorian Gray and the Beatles. That's right. <laughs> the Gray album. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh. this album lost uh, the Grammy for Record of the Year. I mean, sorry, this song, this single. Was nominated for Record of the Year. To what? Hello, Goodbye? Well, like Kanye West or something? But it lost. You want to guess? You you guys already guessed Kanye and Hello, <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> well, I think I'm at least going to get the right decade. Right. <laughs> what won the Grammy for Record of the Year over I Want to Hold Your Hand? The Shirelles. No. Nope. Can you give me the name? Is it a person Rory or Storm. a group? Well, it's a record. Okay. Well, but I mean, was it a group? Was it a record by a person or was it a record by a group? I'm it's guessing, never not funny style. Let's give okay. us the, give us the is group or person. Uh, it's a person, and and I'm guessing it's something that's uh, slow and loungy or orchestral. Bobby Darren. Uh, well, it's I, mm, initials. It's not Bobby Darren. So okay. let me. What are the initials? <clears throat> um, of the of the person, person? who released the song. Uh, A G. A G. Andy. Gibb. Antonio Gibb. Wait, Andy Gibb. Gibb, the lost <laughs> Gibb. Gibb brother. That's from the <laughs> Italian BGs. Hey, very, very young Al Green. What? 
A very young Al Green. <laughs> I think is it a very, very Al Green. Is oh, it yeah. someone we would have heard of or just someone lost yeah. in history? I think they've come up before on uh, on the show. Oh, boy. AG. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm. You're going to edit this so it looks like we got it on like the second try, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Nope. Um, Man it, or a woman? Uh, it's Alistair is... Glansberry. Mm, good guess. <laughs> um, it is sung by a woman on this on this record. Aretha Granklin. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, uh, Wait, close? Amanda Gruber. No. Um, mm. I just read something that it, it is believed to be the second most recorded pop song in history. What? This song that won. What are the initials of the song? Um, this song is <laughs> the second most recorded pop song in history, second only to Yesterday by the Beatles. So here's the, there's a, a constant tie-in with the Beatles here. Is it My Ding-A-Ling? <laughs> no. <laughs> should, we, should we move on? Should I tell you guys? Uh, yeah. oh, uh, Clam bake. Can you give us the initials of the song? Uh, it's, it's several words. Well, can you like A? <laughs> um, T-G-F-I. Thank God, Friday right. it's. Thank God <laughs> for Yoda's, igloos. Yoda's single. Oh, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> Tony. T- thank All right. TGFI. Mm-hmm. The Great Farting Indigo. Right. <laughs> Just tell us because it's going to go off. I'm going to be so angry when you tell me this. Uh, the singer is Astrid Gilberto, and it is the girl from Ipanema. Oh, oh, I know the song. I don't know her name. Well, I never would have gotten the name. That yeah. name has come up before on the show? Yeah. Did she do a cover of a... No, I think somebody that sounds like her did a cover, and I oh. said it was kind of... Estrilio Grillovili knockoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A poor man's... <laughs> a poor man's uh, Il Delfini. That's the one. Tonto, we'll have to pay for it. Yep. Uh, this song is also number... This song, not Girl from Ipanema. Also, number 16 on the Rolling Stone Top 500 Songs of All Time. Wow, that's a big jump from the 134. uh, Yeah, what was... uh, I saw her standing there. It was like 134 or something like that. This is number 16. See, because he saw her standing there, so he's further away from that that golden moment, and then he got closer to a dresser. I'm going to go over there. Like, wait, I want to hold your hand. See, so it brought that. It's also, uh, also from Rolling Stone on their Top 100 Beatles tracks. This is number two. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have we covered number one yet? Yes. Some kind of song called A Day in the Life. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I should have seen a, that one coming. That's, yeah. I saw her standing there. Another factoid. This was the first time in British history that a song was knocked off the charts by the same group. Hmm. They, I think She Loves You. It replaced She Loves You on the top of the charts. Hmm. Wow. I guess that's why they call it Beatlemania at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. People could not get enough of those Beatles. <laughs> um, this is also, uh, and we've talked, he's come up a couple times this week, but this is from the Dylan era. era. Um, they were they were buddies, you know, talking, hanging out with Bob Dylan, I guess. Uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know when they recorded it. But yeah, I think then, it was shortly after this. Shortly thereafter, they, they hung yeah. out with Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan was just like, hey, I love that song where you say, I get high. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we don't say you get high. We say, I can't hide. And he's like, oh, you want to get high? <laughs> I think it was. They had, they had never smoked pot, apparently, and he was like, oh. Well, was a misunderstanding on his part led to him smoking them up, apparently. Nice. That must have happened a lot with Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Misunderstandings on his yeah. part. Like the yeah. toll booth operator. <laughs> yeah, you get hey. <laughs> All right. And then they speak. Like the Johnny Appleseed of yeah. marijuana. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, I saw a funny tidbit because, you know, we're always making fun of Paul McCartney, but apparently there was a, uh, when they were doing the anthologies and Paul McCartney was listening to the, you know, the raw recordings, apparently right before they started recording, Paul McCartney was like, okay, come on, we have to get this, you know, like he's quieting everyone and making sure they got it right. And Paul McCartney even admitted like, wow, I, I sounded real bossy on that, uh, (laughs) on that track. So, uh. He was like, I sounded real bossy on that on that track. Let's go back and re-record it. Yeah. <laughs> so I sound better. Now everyone, calm down. We're going to make this right. Right. So, and also, this is one of those early songs that John and Paul wrote nose to nose. Mm-hmm. You know, in nose those early nose. days when they were... Eyeball to eyeball uh, also, I think. So. Eyeball I, to eyeball. I should have nosed better. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> That's two strikes, Pete. No. Wait, what was the first one today? Doesn't matter. No. It really makes their breakup kind of uh, really sad, not just for the group, but on a personal level, because they were clear. John and Paul were clearly very close. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. Like, right. You know, nose really like, nose. yeah, really like brothers. I mean, even with obviously all the Beatles were probably close, you know, really like brothers, but John and Paul particularly must have been uh, mm-hmm. close. So I it mean, really makes their inevitable breakup, uh, yeah. or not inevitable. It's like but, a married yeah. couple. I mean, their, their whole relationship, all four of them, is pretty much like brothers. You have the two brothers that are usually, sometimes you'll have two brothers that are super close. You have the right. ones that are kind of like, you know, like, yeah. I love you, but. Yeah, Ringo recently, uh, as of this recording anyway, recently, uh, said something along those lines. Like, he realizes that the 70s, you know, he became a big alcoholic and stuff. And he was like, oh, I was really just dealing with the loss of that brotherhood of being in the Beatles. You know, yeah. now he was kind of like trying to figure out what to do. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It the the you read the Hunter Davies book. It was mm-hmm. written right before the start of the business uh, shenanigans and the and the downfall. Right. Uh, and this was like this, this. There was this time where it was like post Beatlemania, um, and they were just like you know trying to figure out what to do next. Still recording, but really just hung out with each other. Right. You know, like yeah. they, they they'd been through so much, and you know, obviously like. I'm sure, like, you know, just didn't trust people, you know. Like, sure, yeah. But, um, you know, it's just your mates, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, they all kind of, like, lived close to each other. And uh, Well, we saw in Help. They all lived yeah, in they, one house. One they house. all lived in yeah. this, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's that great quote from uh, George uh, Harrison in the anthology where he's talking about when they met Elvis. And, you know, George was like, that was one thing the Beatles had going for them is that there were four of them. Like they were all going through this crazy experience together. So there was always someone else to kind of like who could, they could talk about what was going on and, you know, keep them kind of grounded. Whereas Elvis and I guess a lot of famous people are totally, they're the, you know, Elvis, the most famous person probably on earth at the time. And well, Elvis had his his donuts that he could rely on, but I I don't believe in Elvis. I read some weird thing about Elvis. I'll tell you guys when we're not recording. Oh, weird. Oof. Don't. I don't know if I want to hear that. <laughs> It'll destroy your long-held worship <laughs> right. of him. <laughs> so what do we think of the song? Like, I think this song, music, it's hard to sell it. It's hard to separate it from its history, but, you know, it's really the cult, the, I, the you know, quintessential Beatles pop. Yeah. You know, high energy. You got the whoos, you got the claps, you got the uh, share that shum thing, that, that distinctive <laughs> early Beatles. Of, you got yeah, the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so we had lost them, but here they are. Uh, yeah, I love the hand clapping in this. So, mm-hmm. you know, that you did just mention I had forgotten about that. Like, but that, uh, I mean, that's something I guess they've not, not that it's borrowed, not that it's, you know, taken directly, but there's kind of was in a lot of those songs that they like, those girl group songs and stuff like that yeah. that they really liked at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that in here. 
it adds uh, definitely adds a little level to that. Um, yeah, it is a good song. It is hard to separate it though. It's like what we we're uh, what were we saying that wait separate it from from, from the kind the of myth from the from you know the, it's, it's like li- stairway to heaven for the Beatles maybe right mm. like can you can we view it objectively not as you know this important song and just on the merits of the song itself oh. I don't think I can. Mm. <laughs> I love this song. Yeah. How much? Are we talking numbers? Five. Five hands. <laughs> five. five hands. I want to hold five hands. <laughs> Take an octopus. Yeah. What the heck about the other three? You don't want to hold those. If I'm going to commit that, if I'm going to commit, I'm going to fully commit. Believe me, you don't want to hold those. Is there any single octopi out there? <laughs> That's you give me a hand. call. Octopi is actually not the preferred nomenclature. It's octopodes or octopuses. Oh, if there are any single octopuses out there, yeah. give me octopodes a call. Octopodes Garden. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my Octopodes Garden. <laughs> very, uh... Uh, John, how many hands do you want to hold? Um, sorry to say, I think I'm going to give it three. three hands. You know, and, and it's hard for me. Like Maybe I can't separate it from the, the legend it's become, but I, I think I can. Um, I'm really crazy about this one. Hmm. Hmm. I can't really say put my finger on it, but I, I just the way the I don't know. Just, so you certainly can't put your hand on it. It's never been a favorite, and um, mm. it, it hasn't helped that it's just you know repeated in my head. And, right, right. Yeah, it definitely suffers a little bit from overexposure, but um, and I don't like I, the hand. Claps. I like it. <laughs> I like the hand claps a lot. It's not as interesting maybe as some of the other ones, but it's still like just it is hard to separate. So I think I'll go four hands. I want to hold four hands. One of you know I'll hold John's hand. I'll hold Paul's hand. I'll hold Ringo's hand. George's hand. So John, you said you should you, you wanted you wish that you wanted them to hold the hands, hold the hand claps. Oh yeah, hold you wanted the them to hold their hands give instead me, of clapping. Give me ham on five. <laughs> hold the mayo. Right. Uh, I give it four hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think it probably. Although I don't know, without the without it being the iconic, familiar song, would it have just been kind of would it have kind of just fell into that? Right. Like if this was just an anthology one track, would we be giving it four hands, five yeah. hands? Yeah. Uh, well, Adam would because he likes anthology. Indeed. Right. And it's one of the songs that made by the anthologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but bringing it back to what was your name, Margaret Alpert, Michelle, Marsha Al- Alpert, Marsha <laughs> Alpert. I'm Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> So say say this is a band you'd never heard of, and this was your first song you'd heard about them. Would you be inclined to look more no. into them? No. See, so you would like in 1963, maybe. Right. Yeah, there's a lot going on. We need to get that time machine that they've uh, that, that they John got, and Ringo that they got from John Heather's and Paul. Agent. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. to go back and change that. Yeah. So for again, I I, I really love the energy. I mm-hmm. I think I especially associate it with you know when I was a, a teenager with my first stirrings of you know, oh my gosh, a girl actually likes me and stuff like that. So to me, I, as a personal connection, but uh, uh, yeah, I give it four. Mm-hmm. So uh, covers, yeah. covers, covers. Yeah, there's a ton of covers of this. I right? have a cover I listened to. Oh yeah, before my walk over here. What do you got? Uh, Duke Ellington. Oh, very nice, uh, <laughs> nice jazzy, loungy sound from a album he did in the '60s. Um, I love I that. Love, the, I like it more than the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said this before on the show, but I'll repeat it. Just it's come up a lot um, in the past couple of days. But I like that the Beatles were in that time period where they could still like groups that would become famous cover them, and also people like like you know Count Basie and Duke Ellington and Frank Sinatra, like these kind of 
groups right. that were on their way out and you know a whole style of show business that was on its way out also kind of covered them so part you know went out partially as a result of the beatles so uh right it's kind of an interesting uh you got a cover i want to choke your band all oh, right by Metallica. Metallica. Uh, a good one. That, it's not a specific metallica song though with this right no it's no just, i don't th- i think it was just more like we can right. make a song in the vein of right yeah I like the ones that are specifically two songs together. So Metallica like, is got to get you trapped under ice. That's that's one a of my that's a great one. Yeah, <laughs> they're not they're not mashups. They're a group in the style of Metallica. They're, yeah, like it's AC like a weird... Dixie. No, that's the opposite. AC Dixie does ACD songs, ACDC songs in a country style. This right, is the they do Beatles songs in a Metallica style. Right, switch up some with here and there. Some lyrics kind of yeah okay. mixed up, but it's not a mashup. It's not no. a mashup group. No. Not like the Beastlicals. Original music. Yeah. No. Okay. Right. To the point where they got sued by Apple. Who was their unlikely savior? Lars Ulrich and his yeah. lawyers. He's like, we'll pay for your legal fees. And wow. they got it all sorted out. Right. Trying to kind of uh, reestablish some goodwill. Yeah. He's like, no, go, come on, guys. I'm cool. See? <laughs> um, the problem I have with these covers is it's really hard to do one that doesn't just sound like right. the original. But uh, the Sparks. Sparks. We were just talking about Sparks. That. That's what, uh, Wait, the Sparks we know? Yeah. I know, yes. I'd okay. never heard of the Sparks until uh, Pete and I were talking about them, and he said, oh, there's this group called the Sparks, and they do a very strange cover of yeah, I Want to Hold Your Hand. It's like Drop a 70s the, kind of loungy. Spark. It's just Sparks. Sparks, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're kind of like a sound, like a like a 70s kind of mellow gold, uh, soft, yeah. lounge, not lounge, but they're like amazing. a contemporary version of it. And I'm they've just, got a ton of music out there. Yeah. On the YouTube video, there seemed to be a lot of disagreement about whether they were doing this as a loving cover or as a sneering cover of I Want to Hold Your Hand. Right. I would go with sneering probably, thinking about mm-hmm. how snark- their attitude towards things. Yeah, it's definitely sarcastic, but it might be sarcastic with love. That's my whole shtick. With love. You guys totally just replicated the whole YouTube conversation. Yeah, right there we there, go. You were thought we it was <laughs> sneering and you thought it was... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the human YouTube. <laughs> Thumbs up. Human YouTube. Human YouTube. <laughs> uh, well, Sparks was also my cover, but I also wrote down there was a response song, Uh-oh. which is a, a genre that we don't have enough of. I've had this conversation with our friend Crazy Joe, who, you know, the, there, anytime there was a big hit song, then you would have like two or three songs that would come out that would be like a response. Yeah. Probably you know, Roxanne's Revenge was probably the last yeah, <laughs> probably. famous response song. Um, but in the wake of I Want to Hold Your Hand, uh, there was a band called The Boodles. <laughs> B-O-O-T-L-E-S. Please tell me they're ghosts. <laughs> no, they're girls. They're a girl oh. group. Of ghosts? Uh, covered in girl ghosts? Well, <laughs> girls can be now. ghosts. Come on, Pete. Get with it, man. Um, but their song was called I'll Let You Hold My Hand. Aww. And so Is was, it good? Uh, it's pretty. It sounds like like a sound alike to "I Want to Hold Your Hand." You know, it's like it's in the same vein, and it's kind of like they hit some of the same notes, but it's like it's off, and it's not bad, but it's interesting. It's weird. Hmm. I recently got a compilation of girl group things from the '60s, and you're, mm-hmm. a lot of them have that quality of like they. It's almost like the like the no frills or the like they took one molecule of the original song out so that legally they can do a totally right. different song that's. Basically, if you're not paying attention, it sounds exactly like right. a popular song that they're Interesting. Copying. Yeah, this one sounds a lot like like a weird bat. Like if you're hearing I Want to Hold Your Hand like from somebody else's apartment <laughs> and something's a little bit off. Yeah. Like if you heard I Want to Hold Your Hand once and then like a week later you heard that song, you'd be like, I think that's the same song. Right. Yeah. But you know, anyway. But the, it's the Boodles. <laughs> the Boodles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Boodles. 
um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was a response, which uh, let's let's get more responses out of there. Let's I want to do a podcast where we talk about a song and then the response song. Mm. Didn't share share. I think one of her first songs was a not a response song, but there was also a whole subgenre of songs about the Beatles by other hmm. artists and like Liverpool Bound by uh, Vito and yeah, the Salutations. Like I think Cher and Sissy Spacek both did together. No, no, separately. <laughs> oh. I think like Sissy Spacek had a song called like Ringo, I Love You. <laughs> so uh, you got to find that, Adam. There you go. You should do a cover of it. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk about it Double on the show. Response. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll do another podcast after we're done with this where we talk about Beatles like auxiliary Beatles songs mm. like that, like knockoffs, response songs, the ruddles, etc. Mm-hmm. You guys committed to that after another 150 more episodes? <laughs> Only if it lasts another three years. <laughs> right. Well, we'll talk about it again in May. All right. Um, all right. Well, and for the, that's all we had to say about uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Um Anybody know what song we're talking about on Wednesday? Uh, I think I do, yeah, but see, um, I, I, I want to tell you, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so wow. we'll figure That's it out. Harsh. In the meantime, everybody else, check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Alpha Beatles, and uh, come back Wednesday. We'll be talking about the Beatles song "I Want to Tell You" here in Alpha Beatical. Good night, everybody. You ain't gonna be no astronaut. <laughs>